Hi, this is Mo Oster, MISNY's Senior Vice President for Advocacy. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in Albany and sometimes in Washington, D.C. This week, several of MISNY's physician leaders from across the state join with MISNY staff in a series of virtual meetings with key members of New York's congressional delegation to discuss issues such as urging the Biden administration to designate some portion of COVID vaccine doses so that they can be delivered by community-based physicians to their patients, and an issue for which MISNY physician leaders were in the news a lot this week, preventing the re-implementation of a 2% Medicare sequester cut that is scheduled to go into effect March 31st that had been previously delayed by Congress as part of the massive health care package enacted in December, and efforts to permanentize the temporary Medicare coverage rules that permit coverage for telehealth services delivered to patients in non-rural areas. The meetings occurred with key health policy staff, U.S. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, and with House representatives who are on key congressional committees with health jurors, such as the Ways and Means and Energy and Commerce Committees. New York is fortunate that it has several representatives that serve on these key committees. Another important issue MISNI physician leaders discussed during these meetings is our support for expansive funding to state and local governments to help prevent crushing budget cuts and cost shifts that have been proposed in New York's calamitous state budget proposal. The stimulus package is scheduled to pass the House today, and a realistic time frame is that it will pass the Senate and be signed into law by mid-March. However, with the U.S. Senate so closely divided, that is certainly not a given. The timing of the passage of the stimulus funding critically important given that New York State has a state budget deadline of March 31st and is seeking to close a $15 billion budget deficit. Our hope is that the extensive funding that would be provided to New York State under this package will obviate the need for these extremely ill-timed cuts to programs that directly impact physicians, such as the Excess Medical Malpractice Insurance Program and the Committee for Physicians Health. The proposed $51 million cut to the Excess Program will result, if enacted, in the 17,000 enrolled physicians having to bear 50% of the cost of these policies. This translates to thousands of dollars per physician, and for many physicians practicing in high-risk specialties downstate, such as OBGYN and neurosurgery, would translate into tens of thousands of dollars per physician. At a time when patient visits and practice revenue are down approximately 40% based upon information that's been provided by the AMA. We're also very concerned by the $200,000 cut to MISNY's Committee for Physicians Health, a critically important program funded specifically through physician registration fees to assist physicians suffering from mental illness and substance abuse. It has helped thousands of physicians over the years return healthily to medical practice. This highly successful program is more important than ever, yet its funding has been proposed to be cut by 20%. Then, of course, there is the litany of problematic non-funding initiatives contained in the proposed state budget, such as permitting the commissioner to disclose OPMC complaints made against physicians prior to the conclusion of a disciplinary proceeding, and a massive expansion of scope for big-box pharmacy chains at the expense of our patient-centered medical homes. This week, MISNY President Dr. Bonnie Litvak testified at a state legislative hearing to highlight MISNY's concerns with each of these measures. Please help us in our efforts to urge our state assembly members and state senators to reject these problematic initiatives. If you have not done so already, please send letters and tweet to your legislators on each of these adverse proposals in the links described in the MISNI e-news and through our Grassroots Action Center. We thank the many of you who have already sent these letters. 
and it seemed evident that several legislators had received these messages based upon the many questions that they were asking of the Superintendent of Financial Services and the Commissioner of Health during yesterday's state budget hearing. And please, please, if you have not already planned to, please join us next Tuesday, March 2nd, for MISNI's Virtual Physician Advocacy Day. We'll be hearing from top legislative leaders, as well as the key committee chairs in the Assembly and Senate looking at various healthcare proposals in the state budget. You will also receive a briefing that you can use for your meetings with your local legislators that are being arranged by your county medical society in conjunction with this event. My weekly reminder to go to MISNI's CME site, cme.misney.org, cme.misney.org, check out a litany of recorded educational programming content, including our very popular Medical Matters and Veterans Matters programs, discussing many relevant current topics to improve our public health and to enhance the care that can be provided to our nation's military veterans. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to this podcast, for your support for MISNI and for your support for your County Medical Society and for your dedication to your patients. We'll speak again next week.